Hi everybody, Jeremy here, and I just wanted to let you know that in this episode, episode 6, we had a little bit of a technical issue with the audio recording, so at about the 12 minute mark you're going to hear it switch from relatively clear, normal, to a backup version we did on YouTube, uh, where all of our audio streams were recorded simultaneously, so I did the best I could beyond that point. Uh, but just to let you know, this seemed to be an anomaly that was corrected or worked itself out in later audio recordings. So hopefully this will be a one-off. I hope you can endure. Uh, I tried to do my best in cleaning it up. Otherwise, enjoy. Thank you. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes, a real play Call of Cthulhu RPG campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. <laughs> your investigators of the unknown are Brian Johnson as Sam Brewster. I didn't sleep in the wet spot. George Gallagher as Chuck Blaine. Oh my god. <laughs> and Matt Seelish as Daniel Williams. You know what? Stupidity got us into this spot, and I'm 100% sure it's also going to get us out. <laughs> I'm 100% sure 80% of the time. All right. We thank you for listening to this, our sixth episode. And yeah, as you can see, we're a little bit punchy tonight. But uh, I would like to ask everybody what you're drinking tonight. RJ Rocker's Brown-Eyed Squirrel. How about you, Matthew? I'm drinking some root beer that most definitely does not belong to my father. Who is not listening or watching currently. Nope. How about you, Chuckles? I had a glass of Buffalo Trace. What the hell is Buffalo Trace? It's a uh, bourbon. Ooh, never even heard of it. Hot. Must be good. And I am drinking a delicious peanut butter IPA that I brewed. Humble brag there. Real subtle. I like it. Hashtag humble brag. Boomstick brew. Did I tell you guys I'm going to be brewing on a commercial system? I hate to... Uh... Ruin this for you, but Brian told us literally everything about it. <laughs> I was Completely so excited. It for us. I was so excited to tell them. Yeah, it could be fun. I'm I'm really nervous and excited. Just you know, like a 55 gallon tub of lube. It's gonna be delicious. I have the best glue. <laughs> I make it from the best horses. Oh, I make my glue from cows. You've never seen horses like this. Uh, so I also did want to add that Matt pointed out we do have a new subreddit Wrong. where you can ask questions and chat with us. And do it's a nude subreddit. A nude subreddit where Brian again will be playing with no shirt. What's Reddit? It's the front page of the internet. Reddit is where all the really bad things show up first on the internet before CNN picks them up. So before we begin uh, this episode, I'd like to ask the investigators to sum up what happened last week. Uh, I received a book, a unique book, that has some very ancient information in it, and I am currently studying it in the bowels of the library. <laughs> you said bowels. But you've also made a friend. I have you? made a friend out of Katie. A special friend. And I, friend. you don't know that. You don't know that. You're not here. Katie and I are having dinner at her home. They're having dinner, dinner tonight, and tomorrow they're eating out. <laughs> Probably not tomorrow. I'm studying. <laughs> And that's where I am at. Yes, and Chuck and uh, Daniel, what have you been up to? We sabotaged the Jeep of David Parker in the hopes that he will grow tired and go to abduct someone but not be able to. And we can try and see if he uh, starts to lose it or what happens. We're trying to put him into a corner. No one puts baby in a corner. It's not baby, it's David. 
pay attention. Oh, baby David, you're starting to doubt that a little bit, aren't you, Chuck, after you received some information from Sam? I mean, there's some doubt, but I also have no other plans, so we're just rolling with it. And now, a word from our sponsor. If dinner time has turned into Battle Royale, maybe it's time you brought the family down to Old One's Buffet. For one low, low price, you'll get all-you-can-eat appetizers, entree, and dessert, complete with bottomless non-alcoholic drinks. And when we say all-you-can-eat, we mean it. It's not all you care to eat, but rather all you're capable of eating. You'll be force-fed by our qualified staff until your stomach is literally on the verge of rupturing from our down-home cooking. For several hours, we'll let you marinate in our warehouse-sized meat locker before carving you up and serving you to the next guest in line. You bet we recycle. So come on down and visit one of our three locations in Arkham, Red Hook, or Innsmouth. I believe when we last left the episode, Dave Parker discovered that uh, his Jeep is on the fritz. And this was uh, right after dinner. And he's kind of freaking out. He popped the hood on his Jeep. There's a little bit of smoke coming out. And he clearly does not know anything mechanical. He's just kind of looking and kicking the front of the Jeep currently. (laughs) Swearing under his breath and looking left and right. Only if someone could help him. Uh, Daniel does look up from his second plate of food and notice what's going on and kind of catches Chuck's eye and looks a little embarrassed. Just play it off. He doesn't know anything. Just be cool. So after a minute or so, he stomps off towards uh, William's trailer. Shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah. We should probably uh, sneak over there, boss, and uh, see if we can't drop some eaves, if you know what I'm saying. That was the stupidest way of saying it, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, gee. Okay, so we are going to sneak over to uh, William's trailer and see if we can't hear in through the windows or if we can't overhear any of the conversation that may be happening inside. Well, you can easily hear, you get a little bit closer, you hear David Parker sort of yelling and William sort of giving him the business back. And after a minute or so, David just rushes out of William's trailer. He looks extremely pissed off. And you see William exit, and William notices you right away, even though David doesn't. And he kind of nods toward you and and beckons you into the trailer. So, uh, what's up with uh, old David over there? Looked a little bit pissed. He says, uh, hang on a second. He shuts the trailer door. And he's like, oh my god, that guy. William, I think it's important that at least one of the two of us follows him right now. Oh, okay. You... You want to take that boss, or? Yeah, okay. I'll catch up with you later. Don't lose him. Chuck takes off after David, and uh, William is uh, speaking with Daniel. What? Uh, what? What's going on? Well, we have suspicions about David. What that? That putz? Yeah, uh, we, we, I noticed that often he's cranky and in a foul mood, and he goes off in his jeep and comes back, and he's all happy, and we think it's a little weird. That, you know, he driving off into the middle of the desert makes him happy. I personally don't like spending lots of time in a very hot, dry, sandy place. The sand is coarse and irritating. It just gets everywhere. (laughs) You got sand in your vagina. Very crevice and crook and cranny. Well, uh, I mean, you know, David's always been a bit of a hothead. I guess I just assumed that he escaped in the desert to cool off. 
so to speak. Uh, we've discovered some information recently that. Uh, what 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 information? Our third party member Sam is uh, out in town investigating a a very old timey book, which may or may not hold a secret or two. We're not we're not sure at this point. Really, an old timey book. Where where is this located? The library. Apparently, the the librarian had it hidden in a special collections kind of area. And do you, Do you know what it was called? I was not told. All I know is that it's really old. You know. Real leather bound. Okay. Well, I guess before we wrap up uh, the set here, I probably should go talk to Katie. It, uh, from what I heard, it took quite a bit of convincing to get her to, to give it up, so you'd be ready for that. Well, she seemed friendly enough. We've had a couple conversations. We both love books. Nerds. From outside the window. Nerd. <laughs> hey, wait up. And what do you suspect uh, David Parker's doing? We're not totally sure that whatever this is is him, but we think... It might have something to do with him, so we are trying to, and I apologize in advance, back him into a corner, so to speak, to see if he gives anything up. Oh, was that your doing? The Jeep? My lawyer has advised me that I should probably plead the fifth. Ah, okay, okay, I got it. Well, he is pretty mad, but he'll calm down. Okay, well, Chuck is off keeping an eye on him, and we will uh, keep you up to date. Yeah, let me know if I can help in any way. Uh, I know we have a few scenes to uh, shoot left tonight, so I'm going to do some prep work, and uh, we'll be back out there. Awesome. I'm going to uh, go catch up with Bossman and see what's happening out there. Uh, meantime, while Daniel was talking with William, Chuck, uh, you did follow very easily. David is in a tizzy. He slams the hood of the Jeep down and then goes straight into his trailer. You can hear him throwing shit around. He seems incredibly upset. Well, I'm just going to try and sort of hang back and uh, and watch what happens for now at least. Why don't you give me a spot hidden roll? Because uh, I'll never pass. That's why. See? Told you. All right. I needed a 45. I got a 3. Uh, no, that'd be an 87. <laughs> well, if you round down, 87 kind of ends up as 3. At first glance, it looked like a 3. Exactly. Uh, well, he, he just appears... Just incredibly angry. After a minute or two, uh, it's silent in his trailer. Yeah, I'm going to go take a look sort of just through a window and see what I can see. The curtains are closed and uh, you can't see inside. And he hasn't uh, struck a light in the growing dusk. Hey, boss. I have a, a bit of rapport with him. I've, I'd have i like to think have, you know, just a little bit of, of a friendship going maybe. What if I were to drag him away from his trailer i mean i know absolutely nothing about cars but i'm i can you know pretend take a look at it so to speak and uh maybe that would give you a chance to look around in his trailer just you know slip in as soon as we slip out i thought about that and i thought about me just offering to look at the truck but he's just in such an unpredictable mood and the jeep is right next to the trailer if he decided to turn around and go back to the trailer, it would be a half second before he's there. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer to fix the Jeep. We're not going to try and get in. I'm not going to fix the Jeep, but at least we can just have a little interaction with him. If only we, we need to get into the Jeep and then let him drive away with one He'll of let weapons. me in. Oh, like, stowaway? What, yeah. What if, like, Boy, you that's scary. say, oh, I need to get into I'm the Jeep to look at something stealthy. and I can slip into the back Are you or stealthy? something? Uh, not at all, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> boo doo boo
best plans of mice and men. We need Sam up here. She's. I think we need to travel into the future to buy a GPS tracker and then travel back in time. I'm gonna roll for time travel. For now, let's just do my idea about the Jeep fix. Okay, so and we're not going to fix the Jeep, but we're going to take a look. No, which honestly, I, I don't think I could fix the Jeep if I wanted to. Well, maybe if we're lucky, we'll we'll get a little bit out of him as to why he's so upset about his Jeep, and that might give us something. That's what I'm hoping for. All right, so I'm going to walk up and, yeah, knock on the door. Nice sound effect there. Good foley. Just about 15 seconds goes by, then you hear the footsteps as the trailer shifts a little bit as he walks towards the door. And then the door opens slowly, and you see him in the darkness of his trailer. He sort of looks out at you. Yes? Hey, David. Um, we heard from uh, Bill that you were having some car issues, uh, and I have some experience with uh, cars. I was thinking I could take a look for, at you if you wanted me to. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, I was going to have Tony call a mechanic anyways, but if you want to take a look. Oh, it'll ahead. take forever to get a mechanic out here. Let me take a look. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, please, if you can do anything, I'd really appreciate uh, it. You have All right. the keys so we can... Uh... Do you have your keys? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unlocked. You can okay. You can go in. Thanks. All right, so I'm going to head over and, and to the, the keys, car. And the keys, the keys are in, it's still in it. Okay. I'm going to head over to the Jeep and uh, pop the hood. But when I get in to pull the hood latch, I'm going to sort of take a quick look around in the uh, hood and poke around and pull and twist and push. Hey, boss, you want me to uh, hop in and, uh, you know, turn the engine over a few times, see if you don't see anything that's uh, out of place? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So while I'm in there waiting for him to give me the signal to turn the engine over, I'm going to get a bit more of a thorough look inside that cab to see if there's anything there. As you jump in, Dave uh, comes to the Jeep, and he's kind of just watching you and watching Chuck. You uh, you ready for me to turn this over, boss? Yeah, give it a shot. Twist the key. Oh, still nothing. Man, our, our oh, sound effects nothing. awesome tonight. They are. They're pretty good. Um, all right. I think I see the problem. Uh, it looks like uh, something ate through your fuel line. It happened. Oh. It's an older vehicle. And so, oh, my uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What, what, what do you mean? Well, it's just the, the fuel line is severed. Oh, it could oh have rodents. rodents it could be okay. something. It could have been rubbing on something, but uh, but that's going to be something. Uh, I mean, tomorrow I don't have much going on. I could run into town and try and find something. Tomorrow? I don't know. Auto supplies uh, no, in your no, window. I can't wait. I can't wait that long. Well, it's past dinner. There's no auto parts store open. <laughs> it's a specialty part. We can't just take a fuel line from another can, vehicle. Can we it's got to like, be a Jeep. Tape over or something? Nope. J- table just the, oh it's fuel God. it'll just soak right through anything okay really. okay 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 that's fine that's fine uh keys please yep here you go toss the keys over to him all right he locks up the jeep uh what what time tomorrow when when when, when can you fix this um i'll head in i mean i'm assuming an auto parts store probably opens around 10 so i can head into town around then and hopefully be back okay, by noon okay. or one. That, that'd be fine um i'll uh i'll be right back uh but yeah, you, you guys do that, and I'd be eternally grateful if you could take care of this for me. Sure, no problem. Okay, okay, okay. it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. And he rushes off towards uh, Tony's shack. You know what? I think he's gonna ask Tony to borrow his car. I think you're right. Shit. You think one of us could fit in the trunk? No, but I think we could cut Tony's fuel line. <laughs> <laughs> all the fuel lines. <laughs> cut all the fuel lines. I mean, right now, if he's going for Tony's car, our best bet is to get in. Neither one of us is stealthy enough to just hide in a car. 
Well, I mean, didn't we say he had like uh, what kind of car did we say he had? I know it was like Corsair. an older. A Corsair, they're small. I think, think we should. We need to try 40. and sabotage that car as well. You know, eventually we're going to run out of cars to sabotage, boss. And he's going to run out of cars to get into. Let's just go throw sand in the gas tank. You are and that actually might work because he might actually make it. T- Tony's car, by the way, is parked pretty close to Tony's office. Oh, uh, so how uh, how are we going to – I mean, if he's busy chatting away with David, there might be an opening there, but yeah. I mean, not like sand is going to be hard to find. We got, we got right. plenty. It should just be a quick thing. Let's go for it. Okay. Okay, that will be uh, – whoever's going to do it is going to have to give me a stealth roll. Oh, boy. We're both terrible at stealth. Yeah. What's your stealth? Is that, 20. Is that better? I don't know what the deal is there. No, no my stealth is base level. It's 20. Right, mine's 40. Do you have, like, room in the trunk for a person, though? Yeah, of course. Back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the only problem is if you put you in a trunk and he drives off, I have no way of following you. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I have my gun. I have my fists. It's up to Time you, dude. Ready, if you're willing to do that, let's go for it. I I say if we can get me into the trunk, I will hunker down in that trunk and uh, see if I can't All figure right. out just where David is in such a hurry to get to. One car in the middle of a movie set in the desert. I'm. We should try and just open the trunk. It might be unlocked. If I remember correctly, some of these trunks were accessible through the back seat. Car in general should be unlocked if the... Uh, I mean, we're in a movie set in the desert. Right. Theft is- it, it is clearly unlocked. You can see the uh, post. Okay. All right, Dan. Good so luck, I'm going to open up the back door, uh, finagle down yeah. the back seats, and uh, roll my way into that trunk and pull that seat back up. Does it? Does the seat? Do we know if like the seats like latch when you unhinge them from the trunk, or is it just like it sits there? What is your luck, Daniel? Sixty-five. That's not too bad. So all you got to mm-hmm. do is roll under a sixty-five, sir. And, and you rolled a twenty-one. So yes, you're you're very easily able to get into the car, seats back wherever you want them, and slide into the trunk. Slide the lady the trunk. Seat. Uh, Chuck, There's a lot of junk in this trunk. Chuck, you see David and uh, Tony meet at the door of the shack, and Tony hands over his keys to David. All right, I'm gonna go take a look at the Jeep and see if I actually can fix it. Ooh, ooh, I like this. That's SMRT turn of events here. All right. Uh, well, while you're attempting to do that, David Parker does get into the car, Tony's car, and start it up and drive away. So you have one roll. Mechanical. <laughs> yeah. You do. Oh you roll successfully. So, yes, I mean, you just cut the fuel line. You're able to patch it very easily. I mean, it just takes a little bit of tape. But I will require you to make a – what is your track? That's a low number. Is it a low 99? number? 99. Oh, it's 30. It's 30. A, 30's not bad. 30's not bad. What's, no, your luck? What's your luck? 65. All right. I'll give you a luck roll in order to get it primed. Yes. yes. So that what are you talking about? Take success. lessons, boys. I'm wrecking these rolls tonight. So you're, you're able to get the Jeep uh, started again. Uh, you do see that it has a quarter tank of gas. So Wherever he was planning to go, he had to be going within a quarter mile, quarter tank of gas anyway. So how are you following him? Far away with my headlights off. That's kind of what I thought you'd say. Hold on, let me change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my final answer. He's planning for that. Uh, really close with my brights on. <laughs> so so D- David drives out towards the uh, freeway and starts to go south away from your Belinda. 
on the road again. He drives uh, for about three miles and then hooks right off the freeway. What appears to be some sort of dirt path. I'm just going to continue. Same thing. Keeping my distance lights off. I'll have to have you make one more luck roll. Oh, I got to do that, man. I'm on fire. I'm I'm going to lose. It's either that or tracking. Your, Your choice. Go for the luck roll, man. You have better odds. Oh, yeah. I'm unstoppable. You are on fleek. On fleek. Oh, good God. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got to cancel. We got to cancel. I'm sorry. I won't ever say that again. <laughs> Thank you. So he, he, he turns off the freeway and uh, continues along this dirt track very slowly now. The sun is starting to set. And it is dark as you enter between the foothills. And then he stops the brake lights light. And he's just sort of sitting there idling. How far away are you back? 300 yards. 300. So three football fields. The window rolls down and you see him light up a cigarette. He takes a few puffs, blowing smoke out into the night air. And he appears to be waiting. Waiting on the world to change. You're sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. How, how long would you like to wait, Chuck? As long as it takes. I got nowhere to be and nothing to do. After 15 minutes, you see a shadow scuttle towards the car from the direction of the foothills. And he gets into the car in the passenger seat. Meanwhile, on Trunk Watch 2016. Why don't you give me a listen roll, Daniel? <laughs> I'm afraid to at this point. Ooh. Steamy. Nice. Hey, George, I've been taking lessons. <laughs> so, Daniel, Daniel, this is what you hear. The passenger door open, and then a creaking weight slide into the passenger seat. Passenger door slams, and you hear a guttural voice. Where's the car? And then you hear David Parker. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Up the, the, it was broken. I had to borrow this one. This is not good. I smell something. Oh, man. I smell someone. The blood of an Englishman. Wait. <laughs> what you're smelling is Old Spice's new body wash for men. Hashtag Sponsor. not sponsored. <laughs> Chuck, you see, after the shadow has entered the vehicle, they turn off the ignition, and then oh, David Parker okay. gets out of the driver's seat. He Do walks it. slowly to the back of the car. That was nice knowing you guys. Okay, I'm going to floor it towards them. Okay. You floor the lights on. And you flip on the lights and you're barreling towards them. And you see immediately a shadowy, thin figure bolt from the passenger door and race towards the foothills faster than any man could possibly run. Follow it. David looks completely stunned and blinded in the light like a deer. Good. And he's backing up obviously afraid of what's rushing at him. And he climbers back into the Corsair and guns it. Okay, follow the thin man. Uh, You follow uh, towards where the thin man would be, but it's rough track. And essentially the Jeep is bouncing up and down over crevices and rocks. And pretty soon you're you're stuck on a rock. Oh, you're missing out on Jeep sponsorship. Timmy's right here. They're never going to sponsor us now. So the Jeep is stuck on some rocks. Like stuck, stuck like I can't stuck, get it stuck. to move, or well, stuck like I just can't go any further? Yeah, stuck like you can't go any further, but also stuck so you can't move. Well, shit. Uh, maybe if you do a drive, I you might be able to get out. 
after a minute or two. Oh my God! And where did the that lamppost come no, from? Unfortunately, <laughs> that's a failure, and uh, you, you you are unable to get the the jeep unstuck. And now you're a couple miles out from the film site south. Okay, I'm going to go out on a real on a real limb here. Yeah. Can I use mechanical repair to somehow like lift, like use a jack maybe to lift part of the vehicle and try and dislodge it? I'll allow it. Sure. I have a high education and mechanical role, so I feel like somewhere in my brain there's got to be a solution. I, I like the uh, mechanical. That's good. Let's see what All happens. Right. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just Damn. not. You can't do it by yourself. You need a couple guys. All right. How about psychoanalysis? It's going to make the rocks want to move themselves. No, no. no. I'm going to find out why the Jeep feels stuck in life. <laughs> so the Corsair blazes off in the desert. Daniel, you, you're bouncing around in the trunk. Shouldn't have had that second plate of food <laughs> earlier. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> So, Daniel, after um, what seems like an eternity, you feel the Corsair slam on its brakes and the driver's side door open, and then that's it. There's silence. Well, if everything is all it's quiet. It's a predator. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm fucked. It doesn't matter what I do. Stay in the that, was, that was the answer to all of this. It was predator. I will attempt, can I roll to get to the chopper, or is that... <laughs> Just slather yourself with mud. <laughs> okay. If everything is uh, quiet, I'll quiet for a few minutes. I am going to gingerly peek my head out from the trunk and see if I can't figure out where I am. You are able to crouch the back seat down and look out, and you see that the car has been turned off. The driver's side is wide open, driver's side door, but the uh, lights have been left on. Can I crawl out a little bit more and see where I am. It looks to be in the middle of the desert somewhere. Do I see anyone around the car? Like, is there any... You do not see anyone. It's very dark outside. Uh, there's nobody in the uh, where the light, headlights are shining. Can I get into the driver's seat and swing the car around in a circle using the brights to see if anything... There is no keys in the car. Damn. In that case, I guess I'm going to hop out of the car and take a look around, see if I can spot anything on the ground or any kind of signs of anything. Sure. All right. Give me a track. Oh, boy. Oh. Oof, that's a yep, that's dirt. failure. You did a 10 <laughs> below and you got 75. So that's a failure. So, yeah, uh, you, you do see a bunch of uh, shoe prints around, boot tracks. But, Those definitely uh, looked like someone was wearing shoes around here earlier. There, there is a track that's uh, very faint that heads off into the desert. You do notice the uh, foothills in the distance look relatively familiar, but you're you're probably about a couple miles out. I guess that means I can either crawl back into the trunk and wait and see what happens, or we can do exactly what you're not supposed to do in horror movies and follow the only faint track that I can pick up. Good thing this isn't a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. just, just to be clear, the uh, the track is like a dirt rut track. Okay. So it's not it's not people tracks. Oh, okay, I thought you meant people tracks. No, okay. no. You can't uh you you fail the track roll so okay. there's no um, footprints to be had. In that case, I am going to crawl my way back into the trunk, hold up and wait and see if anyone comes back. After an hour, nobody comes back. Chuck, uh what would you like to do? He's got his plate. We're saved. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I will start walking toward 
that's the freeway, I suppose. You're going to hike back. So uh, essentially, you're about six miles away from the film set. Uh, How far so from that, the freeway, though? From the f- freeway, you're, well, you're only about two miles away from the freeway. Okay, I'm going to roll for hitchhiking. Out, so. <laughs> Uh, Pull yeah. out your towel. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, let's go with luck. Let's see if there's any. All right, I'm going to roll my, my roll my uh, pant leg up. Yeah. Don't forget about rule of the road. Rules of the road, baby. Never forget your towel. Yeah. Um, uh, so after about uh, 20 minutes waiting at the side of the freeway, you do see a truck uh, rolling in uh, on its way to your Linda, as luck would have it, and uh, he sees you uh, at the standing by the roadside and and, and stops. Yeah, and right, just a up? reminder, it's the 50s, so I'm not going to be serial killed. That's right. What's up, pal? Uh, can I hitch a ride to your Belinda? Absolutely. Climb on in. Thanks. I'm just hauling these chickens. That's fun, I think. I don't know. I, I got to make a stop <laughs> at the uh, film set to drop off a couple, though, if you don't mind. Oh, that's, that's, where I'm, uh, great. that's where I'm headed, actually. So that'll oh, be perfect. A couple miles up the road. You can walk that? Where you been? I was trying to... Uh, Get a part for my buddy's Jeep, but I lost the road back there and uh, oh, shit. got stuck. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. I guess you're not the best of us. <laughs> yeah. I and won't he deny that. And he heads towards the film set. So, Daniel, after about an hour, nobody comes. Headlights are starting to wane. Battery is going to die any minute now, isn't it? I want to attempt to fumble my way through hot <laughs> wiring this car. See if there isn't some some sort of miracle waiting on the line for me to get this thing going without having keys. That'd be uh, mechanical, probably, is the best bet. Okay. I, I, zero points in mechanical, but we will give it a shot anyway, because why not? Ah, oh, so close! Funny. Well, un- unfortunately, you're unable to hotwire it, but um, you are able to figure out how to turn the headlights off to save some battery. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I guess after I get the headlights off, I'm going to crawl back into the trunk and uh, keep waiting. Uh, as you wait in the trunk, you hear some slithering sounds coming from beneath the car. Tired and then motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking desert. Crickets rise up and start chirping everywhere until you can't hear anything except crickets. Didn't know this was a country music concert. (laughs) We're all for cricket cannibalism. (laughs) They are delicious. Uh, I'm waiting for the chocolate tidal wave to cover them all before I come out and eat them. Just to be fair, uh, Sam, you guys have an amazing dinner. Is there anything else you'd like to do before you go to bed and get up the next morning? I am exhausted. Uh, she does uh, invite you to stay over on the couch if you like. Are you sure I I can go to the motel? That's not a problem. No, I don't no, want to put you I, out. I, I have plenty of room. Don't don't. Uh, I wouldn't hear of it. I really appreciate it. I'm very tired. Thank you so much for all your hospitality. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thanks for the free meal in bed. Now I'm going to sleep, and that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. glad we're still friends, though. I was hoping that was the cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> She she gives you uh, some extra blankets and pillows for the uh, mm-hmm. couch and uh, bids you good night. She'll wake you up when uh, it's dawn and and uh, when she's headed back to the library. Great. All right. Well, have a good night. Good night. Thank you again. You're welcome. It is the fifties, guys. That's right. It is the fifties. So that means when you want to do it, you break into song and dance, right? Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Chuck, you arrive back at the film set. 
And you see Tony, right. Tony kind of looking a little bit worried. He's kind of poking out from his shack. Hey, uh, what are you, what's going on? What? I saw you go off of the Jeep. What's? I was going to go and try and uh, get a part for to fix his fuel. I did a temporary fix. It's not very good. But uh, So I was heading over towards uh, Yorba Linda, but I kind of got stuck on the way there. Oh. So I hitchhiked back. All right. Well, uh, did you see uh, David Parker anywhere? He's got my car. He said he was going to get back here uh, by the time the moon rose. No, I mean, I saw him leave on the way out. I think he turned uh, heading south on the freeway, but that was the last I saw of him. South? He said he was heading towards Yorba Linda. What the fuck? I was headed towards Yorba Linda. Yeah, he, he said he was going there. Oh, hmm. I don't know. He said, he said he was going to go try to get a part. I, I mean, I didn't. I hadn't fixed it until he left, so uh, what the hell is he going might not on? know that I had fixed it. Like I said, it's a temporary kind of thing. It's not going to hold out. God, all right. Um, well, where is it now? Uh, I could probably catch a ride with this guy and get the Jeep. Uh, I mean, I, if he's willing to give me a ride, I can head back there and we can try and tow it, me and him. Is it is it busted down again? Uh, it's stuck. I kind of slid off the road a little bit. I thought I was on a side road. Oh, I got shit. lost. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll get William's car and we'll head back. All right. I'll help you out with it. God, cool. what a, Thank you. What a nightmare this film set's become. Yeah. A bunch of shit. All right, so Daniel, really feel? crickets. Oh, this is odd. Or completely normal for a desert. Oh, yeah. Or that too. <laughs> crickets live in the desert? Or are we just going with that assumption? No, they do. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know this how. Because I've been in deserts. I'm a cricket. You're secretly a cricket. He, he has to stay in a foul <laughs> pit during the day. He is so a cricket. So you live at Denny's? Can we get a sponsorship from the sport of cricket? Or maybe we can get a sponsorship from some entomologists. Peek my head out from behind the seats and see what's with the ruckus. Well, it's completely black now, but you you do seem to see a humanoid form moving slowly towards the vehicle in the moonlight. I am immediately going to slam the seats up and hide back in the trunk. Chuck, you and William are driving along the freeway, and you see a form ahead, walking alongside the freeway towards you. It looks like David Parker. Well, the most logical choice would be to hit him. <laughs> You're not driving. The most logical choice would be to force the other guy to hit him. Sam. Yes. You awaken in the middle of the night. Katie is hovering above you. She sort of braced herself to either side of your body. She's holding herself up by the couch, and she opens her mouth. And green goo spills onto your face from her mouth. And that's where we're going to call it. Uh, Curses. Told you I didn't sleep in the wet spot. (laughs) Yeah, you were awake when it became wet. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Feel free to reach out from Beyond the Veil with any comments or reviews. You can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com and on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. You can find me on Twitter at Boomstick Brew. And if you want to join in on the weekly newsletter for Trunk Lovers Anonymous, uh, follow me on Twitter at The Real Weird Kid. Uh, and I'm on FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for standing me up, Jackass. That's going to do it for this episode. We thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time for episode seven. Bye-bye. Night. Good night. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2016. For more information and advertising opportunities, please send an email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. <laughs>